Taiwan news. So from previous episode, we talking about oh I gonna quit my job, I gonna move to the new place, and so this episode I gonna say congratulations to me, I get my new job offer, which is my previous employment. I ever worked for them last year, and just due to uh, consideration of my visa, so I need to quit that job. Go to Howington Island. It's a bit far from the Cairns. However, uh, I was a bit surprised. After another year, the owner of the business still happy to having me back. So I will start from a function chef layer. So let's see how's going on layer. So just due to um talking about the food. So let's talking about what is my daily consumption. How can I finish my three meal or two meal every day in Australia? So yes, I have to say living in Australia somehow eating is quite big issue. Like as you know, I'm an Asian from Taiwan. And to talking about, uh, how about this? You ask yourself or ask your, uh, friend either Australian friend or whatever friend from any other country, name top three Asian food, which just pop in your mind and just say out. I realize that I just realize after I finish my chef training. Taiwanese is never on the list of top three. You either get Japanese. I I think Japanese will be the big majority. Japanese, Thailand's, Koreans, Vietnam, or some people say Malaysian, Singapore, or Indonesia, and some may say our Chinese those crazy spicy Sichuan style. But after all, um, Taiwan is. Never on the top three. It's quite disappointed. Yes, I have to say as a Taiwanese, and so and the beyond the reason why every time when I have a conversation with those people who already travel abroad, and when they go back to Taiwan, either just for short term stay, like do a, a vacation back to Taiwan, or like or like long term, like literally finish everything's abroad. And just go back to Taiwan, start a new life back to Taiwan. Most of most of us were still like stick on Taiwanese food continuously, cause we just realize it's like easy, simple, but also additive. I really have to say that in Taiwan, we just have that high convenience, convenience to assess the food. Especially the takeaway culture, but also you're talking about the other things. When we're talking about authenticities, um, unlike unlike Taiwan, when I living in Australia, somehow I try my best to integrate myself into Australia's community, and I just realize it's hardly to thinking about uh, authentic Australian food. When we're talking about Australian food, some people may thinking about pasta, and uh, let's say Italian for sure. Uh, some people are thinking about burgers. Burgers may refer to America. Some people will might thinking about 
Laksa, Les Malaysian, like SBS, these days they're advertising. What would you think? If, if there is a typical food can represent Australia, it'd be Laksa. I would say, oh no, sorry, that is Malaysian food. However, to talking about sausage roll and meat pie, um, if you are the audience from Australia, you may feel it's quite like daily basis. Like it's nothing really need to focus on or nothing really need to emphasize or like specify it. But for people who like me from Asia, I probably need to introduce you again with the Asian perspective. Because in Taiwan, we just have something similar we call Hu Jiao Bing, which is a um, decent street food. It's similar puff pastry, but it's more dense. It goes with filling with pork mince, uh, papers, and spring onion. Unlike uh, unlike Australian meat pie using puff pastry and go with those uh, beef filling and you always go with a lot of sauce inside that. Taiwanese hu jiao bing lai, if I literally interpret it, it would be called um, paper fillings, paper pork fillings um, pie. Should I call it pie? Yes. So, when we Asian eating the meat pie, we just feel something, oh yeah, it's kind of like an authentic feeling. Because I probably say in Asia, we are hardly to get something similar to meat pie in Asia. Um, maybe some people are talking about, oh, meat pie actually, the heritage is British. Yeah, it would relate to the early years in Australia, the colonizations section. However, if we back to the takeaway food cultures, if you are Asian like me, when we eat, uh, we have to say one thing. Different for sure, you cannot take meat pie or sausage roll as one male option. It just can be a small, it, it may not be small, but it would be a snake. For sure, because you probably need still need some vegetable, and I do understanding that people may just get a meat pie or sausage roll, go with a cup of coffee for breakfast. Yes, some people may uh, prefer like a small meal for beginning of the day. However, when we talking about takeaway food, when we talking about if you want thing out, you want to just take away, don't want cook by yourself. I would say if you are the people live in a big city like Melbourne, like Sydney or Brisbane, yes, with a higher proportion of the Asian immigrants, I do agree that Asian bring those takeaway food culture into the Australian big city. And there's a and there's a reason why somehow years before when I when I was living in Melbourne I don't really feel I out of the option to go 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 through when I wanna think out or wanna take away and there's just like Taiwanese like when we Taiwanese back to Taiwan when I was in Taiwan. 
I do need something we call Bandung Box Shop, which is it's kind of like all you can eat style, but it means it's not really all you can eat. It's like you go into the shop, you pick up the main protein. You may wanna go through the pork ribs. You may wanna go through the chicken drumstick or deep fried chicken shinizo, or fish fillet. It's as a main protein, and then you'll go with two to three option of the small dish. Either on play or in the bento box, so, like I say, uh, Asian immigrants does bring in all those takeaway food culture. So like I like I just mentioned in Taiwan, bento box shop is something very quick and easy to get your meal done very well actually, because you even don't need you even no need to. Make a choice. You can just simply give the direction to the. To the shops, either staff or the owner say, "Oh, you would like a, let's say, deep fried pork fillet, um, bandung box." So she was starting a rice with a deep fried pork, and then get some um vegetable outside for you, and you can just simply say, "Oh, I want deep fried pork." Bandongs, but I don't want. Uh, I don't want a a which vegetable. I don't want broccoli. Me, I don't want cauliflower. Or I don't want blah 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 blah. Because in Taiwan, stir fried vegetable is quite stir fried with multiple, like a multiple resources. Vegetable is quite quite common. You might get scrambled egg with carrot. You make a uh, stir fry broccolini. You make a stir fry cauliflower. You make get bitter melon scrambled eggs. So things and there is a one thing called sunset dough. Ah, sunset dough is kind like a very common option, but most of the Taiwanese people is feel like way too boring to see that thing. So sunset dough, if I interpret into English, is called. Three color beans. So it always composed with diced carrot, uh, sweet corn, and pea, green pea. So it means it's three colors inside that mix, and and so for this, um, when I was in Melbourne, I don't feel restricted. In takeaway option, but when I in Cairns, I start feeling the things. If especially in a town, we does have some, uh, Chinese restaurant, and I've been there. Even they name themselves as a uh authentic Taiwanese restaurant. But when I taste it, I just say, I don't mind. You don't cook the, the authentic Chinese food. But I pretty concerned. I'm pretty concerned about is if you are a Chinese restaurant, why you want to nominate your your restaurant as a Taiwanese style? Somehow it's quite offensive. I I assume. So these things bring back to the reason why I quit my, like all these, food food stuff. Actually, it bring back me to my previous hotel job. Part of the reason why I try to quit. So as you know, knowing me myself, I'm a Taiwanese, so part of Asian. So when we was in 
Uh, when I was in the hotel, I just been, uh, I, I, I do, I do receive those kind of requests. Say, can you cook some Asian food? So, it was the timing we are doing the skill party by the a poor side. So in that job, uh, the poor side is quite specific. It designed as a uh, little beach with sand. And it probably quite exotic, exotic and quite fancy to see all oh, this one chef doing a live station, a skill layer and, and everything bring you back to Bali, something like that. So I was doing the free proteins option. So you start from Indonesian satay chickens, Japanese Taraki beef, and another one is the house mix spice. And by my experience, I would say this spice is kind of like Spanish style, cause very strong in paprika and salt, some oregano, some parsley, garlic powder flavor, salt and so on. So I would say is garlic and onion powder and so on. So I would say it's kind of like close to one of the Spanish uh, spicy mix I ever used before when I was in Melbourne Movida restaurant. And by the time I also met one um, uh, Myanmar's slaw, which called Lick Dog. But I won't call it Asian slaw. There's not such. There's no such things. We we should call it Asian slaw. From Asia, although you may find something similar from Japan, something similar from Taiwan, but I have to specify, emphasize it again. There's no such things we call Asian slaw in Asia. So, this thing doesn't really piss me off then really become the reason why I, I thinking about all oh, this job is not good for me. It's until I start to prepare my rice to serve with the big dog, the Myanmar slaw, and the skewer I, I grill on the charcoal grill. And I just realized uh, my experience in cooking rice. Okay, let me a little bit show off about my background. So I'm from Taiwan, I'm Taiwanese for sure. And I'm from a township called Xiluo. Xiluo is a little township of Yunlin, this agricultural county. And Yunlin, this agricultural county is at the center, around the central location of Taiwan Island. So during uh, Japanese colonization, roughly World War II section, uh, my hometown was famous to do the contribution with rice. So literally, it means my hometown does produce very good quality rice. And I keep eating very good rice until I study in university in Taiwan. I was living in, in, in Yunlin for roughly 18 years. When I studied junior high, senior high, elementary school, primary school, live with my family, my daily basis consumption with the rice, I didn't realize that rice is so good. So until I start studying 
university which locate uh, Taichung, which roughly I would say is the third capital city of the Taiwan, which also locate in central Taiwan. I just realized right stuff does matter something. Like once I move out of Yunlin County, I find rice does change a lot. And not to mention about when I arrive in Australia, I find that thing does matter a lot. So I start to realize uh, the way I prepare rice was three times rinse, three times measure the water with my palm. And some Asian mom is using the finger, so first knob of your finger. Anyway, so my style is using palm. So when the palm cover the water, cover my finger, but not yet cover whole hand is the is the ratio of the water, and then I got pinch of salt, splash of oil to make the rice shiny and a little bit savory is my is my skill. However, during the um uh, beach. A skill party by the beach, as I say, I just realized the way I prepare for uh, prepare rice not equal the same or similar to my colleague or to my boss. Even I saw my colleague prepare the rice without wash it, so later just pour all the rice on the tray, just adding water. Um, Deliberately, I have to use in the word deliberately, and even did not give it a actual measurement, and then um, go through the oven. Cause now, uh, for I I different show for commercial kitchen. In Australia, we don't do rice cooker. We do. We do the rice mostly in coffee oven. Cook rice in coffee oven mostly. So my version of the cooking method is one hundred twenty degree steam function, thirteen minute, and after thirteen minutes, I loosen it with the rice spatula, which is a little bit different from the regular spatula, and then yep, and then based on the cook, like the level of the cookness, I may send back for another five to ten minutes to finish cooking, and so they bring out a very Big um conflict feeling in my mind when I test the other non Asian chefs rice. I realize this is certain adjective is how dare you can describe rice as a crispy rice. Oh my god, that was the timing so sharp. I never thought rice can be such shit things pop out. Wow, chef, you really need to. Learn how to cook rice from Asian mom, and I always joking each other say if my mom was here. See somebody cook rice like this. Oh my god, my mom gonna knock your head down with the fry pan. And so that is the big reason why it pop up and really remind me say, something happened here is not really the things I need to keep myself here. So let's back to the back to the topic. So, if you are not a chef, if you are just regular people living in Australia, I do agree. Eat well, then you can live well. So if you are the people outside the Australia, 
either gonna make your plan travel to Australia or come here for working holidays, study or work. I would say if you're gonna travel in Australia, you still get highly chance to have those fancy food. You still you still can have a lot of good food for sure. In Australia, we just have a evaluation like Michelin star evaluation around the world. In Australia, we have chef hat. So without an actual budget, you literally can get a lot of good food in Australia. Remember this sentence, without an actual budget. It, it, it means if you pay certain money, you just can get a good food. But if you want to compare to any other Asian country, I really have to apologize in Australia, you probably a little bit hard to get food, good food, a tasty food, easier. E oh, I should not say easier, just say easy, like Asia, like, like you, you are traveling in Asia country, because in Australia, yeah, the scenario is quite different. And that's the reason why uh, from the previous episode, yeah, I ever mentioned about that. Compared to those Western cuisine, in Australia, what I learned more uh, is Korean cuisine and the Vietnamese. And this would different for sure. I will talk about this at the other uh, episode. The reason why I know Korean and Vietnamese food so well and more than the general Western cuisine training, either training or dining experience when I was in uh, Melbourne there. Okay, so that's everything about today's topic. So I will definitely keep talking about the food scenario things in Australia. And this episode, we start from the very basic, either or not you can get a good food or not. Or either or not, you can eat takeaway food every day here or not. And how was the Asian food here? So if you have any idea or you want to discuss with me, don't be shy. You can leave any comment on first story or just test me through my Instagram. So that's today's episode. See you, everyone.